Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here is your host, director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. I have a good friend of mine who's worked with me for the last 12 years. She's been on the show many times. Eileen Trussell is with us today. And, you know, as we were talking before the uh, we went on air with Steve and Ann in the radio station here, uh, it often looks bleak outside as far as not the weather, but as far as the uh, future and things like that. But we have to understand that God holds our future in his hands. And that if we have Christ Jesus, if we have the Spirit of God living in us, that there's nothing can ever separate us from the love of God, and that this is always a moment in time. It's not our future. It's not our home. We are sojourners passing through to the other side. And, of course, we had talked about it. Uh, Eileen and I were today out at uh, Fair Oaks Presbyterian Church talking, and even then we were talking about several things. Uh, the devotional given by one of the gentlemen out there was on hope. And the Bible is filled with hope, and it's not that hope that, oh, I hope I get that car, or I hope I get that house, or I hope this happens. It's a living hope that has got a guarantee to it. Because the Bible has told us that the Holy Spirit indwells us, that it is that guarantee of our redemption, our salvation. And so salvation is a, is a continuous act. We are saved, we're being saved, and we will be saved. And of course, when it looks like everything is bleak, remember that you know, the Bible also tells us that and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. And so, no matter what it looks like right now on the news or in your heart, one of the sure cures for those things is remember that if you're a believer, you need to be on your knees, in your word, and you need to be part of a healthy, well-balanced, Bible-believing church. And then, you need to become more than just somebody coming and sitting there on a Sunday, but that you need to to become somebody who is involved with that church and part of the family of God within that local church. And so if you do those things, you will be surrounded by people that, that love you, care about you. And just like every family, there might be fights and arguments at times, but you come together as family. And so, without any further ado, Eileen, would you like to say hello to everybody? Hello. All right, <laughs> succinct anyway. <laughs> so, uh, right now, why don't you tell them, it's been a while since you've been on the on the radio show, so why don't you tell them what is it that you actually do out there? How long have you been there? Mm. Well, you hired me about 12 and a half years ago, and I came from a real estate career of about 25 years. And so 12 and a half years ago was in 2010 after the crash and our 
business literally dropped off. Um, and so I needed a real job. <laughs> well, you were a Christian woman, right? Yes. Okay. Been uh, saved for about 28 years. Yeah, and before and before we go on to the rest of that, I guess one of the questions I would ask you, because we have so many pressures today, one of the biggest pressures in your life was when the economy turned upside down, real estate, you said to me, the phone stopped ringing overnight. You were successful. You and David, your husband, were uh, had a had a as you put it, a mom and pop uh, shop. He was. He was the finance guy, and you were the real mm-hmm. estate agent, and you were really pretty successful. Well, you know, perspective-wise, on the bar of success, for our lifestyle that we chose, we enjoyed uh, our success. We we had it nice, and uh, compared to other people in real estate, I know, you know, we were just so there's you know, perspective, right? But we we did really well. I I was able to work from home while our daughters, we have two daughters, uh, while they were growing up, I got to work from home. And and when I had to do appointments, we worked together as a team. And so I'm I'm so grateful I got to raise my daughters for the most part. And um, and, and really, I never thought I would leave it because I really enjoyed it tremendously. But then God had different plans, and um, we also learned to hold tightly to him, knowing that he's our provider. That's where I was going Uh with that. I wanted you to give the folks a perspective of somebody who had the big house, the nice income, and had faith, and now you get the stool kicked out from underneath you, more or less. And the house isn't there, the the uh, the money isn't there to do whatever you want to do. But was there any time that you thought of walking away from God because of no, any of this? No, absolutely not, no. What kind of comfort does God give us in those kind of situations? Oh, so many. You know, when you hear all the time when people go through the trials and tribulations that they'll say, uh, I'll never regret going through it. Or, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, if I had to do it all over again because it brought me closer to Christ. Amen. Uh, my faith grew stronger. I got to see him work in my life in a powerful way. Uh, his word became alive. And, and that, that was for me, that he was so faithful. Was it hard? Yes. You know, that the house, the big house we had, we built it as mm-hmm. owner builders. You know, we we had a plan. We had this dream of like living there, you know, for the rest of our lives, and you know, a financial backing for you know the da- our daughter's college funds, all this kind of stuff, rentals. But you know, uh, you know, we can plan our way, but he he directs our path, and he does. He made that clear. And um, but I trusted him. I learned to trust him deeply. That uh, when we worried about buying milk, you know, it was, it was at that point we moved four times into rentals that I didn't think I was ever going to have to be in that position again. Um, but there we we were, and 
and then not figuring out like uh, what what's coming next sometimes. And um, but you mean like working at a homeless shelter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I use that as a joke today. But like, uh-huh. yeah, I never thought I was going to work at a homeless shelter. And so let's talk Union Gospel Mission because. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has been life changing. It it has, but I wanted them to hear your heart before we move on yeah. to what is exactly. You have a lot of passion for what you do, so why don't you tell them some of the things that we're doing at the mission? Well, I love saying that. Um, I love sharing the voice of the mission. Uh, we have a marketing agency that does our direct mail appeals, our, our letters, and digital ads. And they're great. Because we don't take government money, so um, we really need to do fundraising to keep that mission running. It's a, it's a $4 million operation, right? So, um, But I love sharing the voice that the gospel is the center of our name, Union Gospel Mission. We're a mission— and just like if you send a missionary to another part of the world, that's right. That's you're looking at a mission downtown Sacramento. Not a lot of people don't recognize that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And that everything that we do to help the homeless, to help the poor, with food, clothing, shelter, showers, and everything is tied to the gospel. All the staff are uh, believers who are following Jesus Christ closely um, to minister to people, and so that that's our voice. Is you know we want to make a difference for the homeless, for for anyone who comes to our doors with the gospel, and the gospel is the power of life, right to salvation. Romans one sixteen. Mm-hmm. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel, and I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of, of That's Christ right. to Unto salvation. salvation for all those who will believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've done some things at the mission. We've struggled with a lot of things. We're trying some new things, and we haven't got our feet completely under us on some of them, but we will. I, I have confidence that that God will direct our paths, just as you said, mm-hmm. and that even right now, if if we're going, well, is this going to work this way? No, maybe it won't work that way, but it will work. God will see us through to what he is doing. But there is some exciting things that have gone on. Can you give us an example? Yes. So our woman's ministry, you know, the Union Gospel Mission of Sacramento uh, started 61 years ago, and it's been primarily a men's shelter. We only have bed for men. We have a men's new life program where men can live there for 10 months and change their lives, and so on. Um, women do come for to eat every night and so on, but we have been increasing our ministry to women and children um, Sadly to say, the need is there, but the good news is that we're there to share the the good news, and uh, so now it's open. Our women's we have a woman's clothes closet, which is so understated. It's it's a, a thousand square foot building that's uh, looks like a boutique store, 
It's it, pretty inside. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. It, I would shop in there if it was, you know, for me to shop. <laughs> and uh, we have it open on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Women can come with their children or by themselves. They're either from the streets, they're from other shelters, they're, they have a residence, but they need that help. And they can get a bunch of free things, hygiene products, clothing, shoes, purses, um, things for their children, diapers, uh, toys even, and books and Bibles. And, and it's just really wonderful. But we don't just do the good stuff. You know, the, the fun, helpful, um, taking care of them. Feel good things. Feel good things. We, every woman who needs our help, they, the clothing closet starts with a Bible study. So we have wonderful volunteers that are equipped to teach the Bible. And so now we're also growing with the Bible studies and ministering to the ladies, getting to know them more. Kim Souza, our Women's Outreach Coordinator, she is working so hard to learn of all the resources Mm. out there to when a woman comes and she needs help, uh, where we can help them forward what we can't do there. We try and forward them to somewhere where they can get the help to get them off the streets or whatever means that they need. Yeah, I mean, you have started... Uh, doing some counseling, and you have a, uh, we have an outside uh, person who's come in for biblical counseling and stuff, and so we're we're attempting to, like I said, get our feet underneath us and figure out exactly how we can get this thing started. Sixty-one years, and we've never had uh, those things for women. We have the women's clothes closet; that's great. Uh, Certainly, that was the start of everything. And then we now have some uh, counseling that's starting to go on. And, Fridays. And we want, mm-hmm. Yep, on Fridays. And we want that expanded. And then, of course, too, uh, we're going to have showers for the women for the first time ever. That is so exciting to it think. Uh, out of 61 years, we've never had showers for women, and um, I'm, I'm seeing it being put together right now. It, it's about to happen here very soon. And yeah, within days. Yes, and that's so exciting because, sadly to say, the women who come to us who are homeless, um, many of them are not healthy in their minds, um, right. and they're they're destroying their minds, their bodies are their souls, <laughs> and so we're there to, to uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit, through through the Word of God, and in God's ability to His choice of ministering to them with that, but then giving them uh, integrity with with showers, clean clothing, food, you know, anything we can do to make their lives uh, as best as possible. And, and maybe that God can actually, with this new life class on Fridays, we're building relationships with them if they have addictions. Sure. Uh, that we can help them one day further into a changed life, transform life. Yeah, and, you know, it's a funny thing. We've kind of altered that a little bit, too. You know, we always considered addictions to be 
drugs, alcohol, uh, sexual addictions, whatever the case might be. But the reality is that there are all kinds of addictions. And if you're out on the street, if you're a woman out there, there's all kinds of things that, you know, you wouldn't have to be just like on cocaine to get help at the mission, right? So you just want those people that are spiritually broken or physically addicted to come and seek help, right? right? Yes. And, and give them that hope that yes. you're just talking about, eternal hope. Exactly. Because you know what? Even if you get off drugs and alcohol, that's excellent. I'm, I'm happy for you. You get a house, that's great. But if you don't know Jesus Christ, then you still just temporarily put, up, put out or off the worst life you can possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. And so our hope is that, that they will find Jesus at that mission, that he will call them, and that we will be there to provide those answers through the scriptures, correct? Yes, and, and so we have a lot of great churches. Why we're at the, the church this morning to share at a woman's fellowship, which was so much fun. Um, but we have a lot of volunteers from churches coming to preach the gospel and minister to yep. our guests because it does take that union of Christians, union gospel mission. Mm-hmm. And to um, the, the, the idea is to one day have a woman's new life program somewhere else off campus, another yes. location, because our, our campus is bursting out, it seems, right now, huh? <laughs> no, it really is. The, the key to it is, as Eileen and I have talked many times, is not to be discouraged by the fact that there are setbacks that happen. As long as we have the determination that as long as God is, is in this thing, we're going to keep moving forward. Even if we get set back here or there, Eventually, with persistence and perseverance, it will come to fruition, right? And lots of prayer. <laughs> well, the prayer, lots of prayer is for everything we do. It has to be yes. that way. You know what? To imagine where this mission was 61 years ago, a storefront in old Sacramento when it was a slum to where it is today, to be able to do the things that we're doing today and we don't we're not trying to collect money so that we can you know just you know oh good we're secure no we we want the money so we can move forward with the things that need to happen at that mission matter of fact with that uh another big news that we have is the renovations that have already taken place and also about to take place yep like our chapel and dining room that are the original rooms, the original floors and walls, and uh, they're yeah. historical, but they need to be updated. And well, a lot of it seems like it was it was done by work that may have been donated and maybe not always the best. <laughs> uh, not it's been there for thirty years, so I, I'm not criticizing those that put it together. Fifty years. 50 years. Oh, yeah. no, you're right, yeah. uh, since the late 70s. Yeah. 
But uh, so I'm not criticizing them. You do with what you have. But as God brought in new money and things like that, the intention of myself and the rest of the staff was we want that old building to reflect the love that God has for the lost and the hurting, right? Mm -hmm. And so we tore it to the studs and replaced all of those that were bad. Every electrical, a piece of electrical or plumbing has been replaced. And it sometimes seemed like we were trying to work hard on the building. We're trying to go get a, a house for transition. We're trying to get the women's ministry going. Are we too diversified? Are we too, are we too scattered? And and the answer, of course, is no. We're not. Uh, maybe if we felt really good and really secure and moving in a direction and we were comfortable with it, maybe that's when we should be worried. Because as long as you have no clue as to what's going on, you have to depend on God. Absolutely. And we're, we, uh, God is our provider in our personal lives and for what he does at our churches, at the mission. And he has um, blessed us with wonderful donors who've offered to do a gift match program that's mm -hmm. currently going on. We will have one, another one at the end of the year. Um, but if you are any type of donor uh, to the mission or think about being one, I just want to thank you so much for um, just know that the Union Gospel Mission, this, this homeless shelter and program that we have for men and, and uh, food boxes for families and seniors, everything that we do, is centered on the gospel, and, and that is our priority. And anyone who would like to come by and visit us, Pastor Tim, you, I like, we love touring people. Yeah, because absolutely. the campus isn't this ugly place. It, it's secured parking. Um, it is tightly run. We have wonderful staff members who are just godly people who pour their hearts into our guests, each person that comes to our doors. It's a very special place. It is. I've been there 18 years. I've been blessed to be there all these years. And to gather around me people like Eileen, like the chaplains that I have. Um, you know, there are very few people still at the mission that were there when I first got there. And no, I didn't come in and clean house. <laughs> Uh, just, you know, people get older and they leave and things like that. I think uh, the only three original people we have are Steve Jarrett, Greg uh, Baker, and, uh, gee, that might be it. Oh, and Pastor Mooney was there when I got there. Uh. But I think that's it. Mm. So we have one minute. Anything you'd like to say quickly to our friends out there? Uh, if you can't donate financially, we covet your prayers. Oh, and, and that's not just a said thing. Even amongst ourselves, not on the air, around the office, we talk so much about the power of prayer and the people. And it's not just, it's not just a matter of pray that we get finances. No, it's mm -hmm. pray that the mission follows the path that God has for us and that the people follow the path that God has for us, that we proclaim the gospel and that 
we illuminate people through the Holy Spirit. So as always, my dear friends, until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. listening to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched and you want to know more about the work of the mission, log on to ugmsac.com, ugmsac.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916-447-3268, 916-447-3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.